0: Precure! Podcast Engaged! Hello and welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your very partner, Chipo.
1: And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy.
0: And today, we are watching episode 32 of Otariwa, Cheer Up Poland, Special Carnival.
1: Also known as Cheer Up Porn. Um, so, wait, what did you say was the original title?
0: Cheer Up Poland, Special Carnival.
1: See, my, my source says Cheer Poland Up, Special Carnival. Huh. A meaningless difference, but a difference nonetheless.
0: Sorry, it actually says Cheer Poland Up Special Carnival. I just can't read. (laughs) For some reason, I mixed up Poland and Up in my brain.
1: Mm. No, you were just- your brain already put together the English title, is what happened.
0: That's true. Even though I did not see what the English title was, but I guess my brain was like, yeah, this is how it should be said. Ah, yes, but it's about cheering up Poland, because this baby- Uh, He's still sad. Uh, You remember last episode where he was very sad about not being able to go back to the Field of Light and wanting to see his friends and family Well, he's still sad? How old do we think Poland is? I think he's like
1: five at the absolute oldest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a toddler. Yeah, he definitely is like young, like five or under, like old enough to like- be able to talk and do stuff but like still a baby with a baby's understanding of stuff
1: yeah a little baby
0: yes so we start this episode off with a we go back to like the end of the last episode where the three new evil people uh, are using all the energy they absorbed from the field of rainbows to revive the Jackku king they have brought him back to life And they talk about how this is going to be good for them. Because now the symbol of darkness is back. And light and dark can clash again. You know, it went so well last time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely not going to go the same way again.
0: (laughs) Of course not. They're more powerful this time. There's definitely no baby with a special power that's going to stop them. But after that, we cut to a much more relatable scene. Where Nagi says alarm is going off. And, uh, she doesn't want to get out of the bed. She, like, rolls over and, like, turns off the alarm and then, like, takes it and, like, puts it underneath her stuffed animals. Mm-hmm.
1: And then rolls off the bed.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever fallen off your bed?
1: Uh, yeah. It sucks.
0: Yeah. I remember I once had this dream where I was falling off my bed. And, like, in real life, I actually went, moved to stop myself from falling off my bed. But since I wasn't actually falling off my bed, I accidentally made myself fall off my bed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curse dreams. And they're, I don't know where the sentence was going. I'm a little tired.
1: Yeah, it's tired zone today.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a tired zone today. Uh, just like so who doesn't want to wake up. So Poland actually uh, pops out of his uh, little palm computer. For and tries to wake her up. Uh, he like opens up the curtains and is like, "Hey, Popo, Popo, get up!" Uh, her mom comes in to get her up, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm awake." And then even her brother comes in. Uh,
1: yeah, he needs to his get t- his triangle.
0: Yeah, his triangle. It's one of those math things, like this triangle stuff for like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember anything. The triangle math.
1: straight edge.
0: Uh, so once this happens, uh. And Agatha starts fighting with her brother, of course, and he just comes into her room to get his triangle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she starts getting ready, and she kind of, like, runs off, even though Poland's like, hey, I want to play. And he, he, this starts off with him, (laughs) this starts him saying that he wants to go back to the Field of Light, because, you know, he, he misses his home. And, like, he even, like, goes over to Meeple to be like, hey, play with me. But he's still asleep. Mm hmm And after, like, seeing, like, Nagisa and her brother fighting at the kitchen table and the mom being like, hey, stop it. He goes back to the bedroom and he starts swiping the cards.
1: Yeah, he gains telekinetic abilities and can (laughs) swipe the cards on himself when he's in phone mode.
0: Yeah. I don't know if he could always do this. Do you think the other uh, fairies could do this? I don't think so. No,
1: I I think it's a power of him getting the orbs put in them.
0: You know what? That could make a lot of sense. I. Yeah, because I feel like if the other fairies could do this, uh, Meeple would just feed mm-hmm. himself all the time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so he summons the chef dude and is like, hey, play with me. And he's like, I'm only here to, like, feed you. And then he summons the butler guy, like, the teacher. I don't know what he's supposed to doing. I remember him, like, lecturing Meeple before, like, in the past. But I'm not sure, like, what his purpose is specifically?
1: Um, maybe he's like a teacher or something? Maybe.
0: And then we get the nurse last. And, uh, he eventually does get the to play with him, because he, like, says the teacher guy is it, because of are fighting tag. And the other two are like, hell yeah, let's go run around in this little bubble. <laughs> ah. But it's too, they're too loud, and Nagisa uh, uh, has this, I hate this, uh, I just watched this twice, and I hate it when she bites the fork I just don't like stuff like where like teeth like hits metal.
1: As someone who has um, major teeth problems, I am to the point where one time I was eating a chicken sandwich and my tooth broke in half. It, I, don't ask me. I don't know. Um, and then proceeded to later, like two years later, break that same tooth on a fork by accident. Um, oh, it's bad.
0: Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. I also have teeth problems. I one time, uh, bit into this candy. It was like a gumdrop. And it, when I, but it felt weird. So when I pulled it out of my mouth, uh, an entire tooth came with it. I was a kid. Uh, no, it wasn't, it, it was, uh, the crown. Cause I used to have cavities as a kid. So I would, I would get those metal crowns over my teeth. Uh-huh. And it took an entire crown with it. And I'm like, Oh, I mean, that, that tooth grew back in because this was like a baby tooth. I mean, I have all my teeth in my mouth, so obviously it had to be a baby tooth or else I'd be missing a tooth, right? Because once you lose your adult teeth, they're gone forever. Yep. Do you ever think it's weird that uh, humans just have two sets of teeth?
1: We should have more, is what I think. (laughs) I mean, like, sharks have like three, right?
0: That's true. I agree. Uh, More teeth for humans. Or- Let's get on that.
1: Alternatively- just go full turtle. Have a little beak in there. Chomp chomp.
0: Oh. I mean, I know I would like to have some fangs, but that's just me. I'm sure there's other people out there who would probably be like, yes, give us some fangs.
1: Like, I, really, if it was at all feasible, I would like to just have all of my teeth replaced with metal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I want to be like one of those anime boys that just have shark's teeth, and all my teeth are pointy. Mm-hmm. Although if I bit anyone, that would Really bad for them. Now, I'll just, I'll start off with just a pair of fangs. I think that would be a lot safer, but still really cool. Anyways, enough about teeth.
1: Mm hmm. For now. This
0: isn't, this podcast isn't about teeth. It's about magical dolls. Is it? <laughs> uh, it is sometimes. This podcast, uh, I I have to say when I started this podcast with you back in 2019, uh, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to get to where it is today. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I love everything we have done on this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do.
1: Uh huh. It's Burst just the butt.
0: Kind of, <laughs> but it just kind of like has become <laughs> something else. That we're not just watching pretty here. We're doing a lot of other stuff, and I could not even predict that. Like, you might eventually hear sometime in the near future, I'm not sure when I'll put it up, a uh, debate about one of our choices for what's a magical show and what's not.
1: And this is not, this this is not an open invitation for you to come debate me about it. This is no. a one-time thing.
0: Yeah. One time only. <laughs> this person who is coming on our podcast to talk about this with is... A friend of our show, a dear friend of the podcast, and we are letting him come to do this because we think it will be fun. Mm,
1: debatable. <laughs>
0: uh, and because like I have to admire the amount of work he has put into uh, debating this topic, I am intrigued how this will go. Hopefully we will all still be friends by the end of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. But yes, this is a one time only thing. We will not do this again in the future. Unless you get a Patreon and we have like a hundred dollar tier where you can come on our podcast to fight us because I will fight Um, you for money.
1: Yeah, you can do that part. I'll just stick to blocking people on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Yes, I mean, that's fine. You can do that and I'll fight people for money. That's just. I'm just like
1: Nagisa's dad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the I like that he says that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, this is gone completely off topic from the episode. Yep. Uh, and Nagisa hears Poland start shouting. Because uh, he's playing with the other uh, fairies. So she runs in there and she yells at them to be quiet and the bubble bursts. And then Poland starts crying. Cause, you know, he just wants to go home. He, he just wanted to play. And now y- Naxa has yelled at him. And he just wants to go home. Uh, we get to a scene where Naxa and Honoka are walking to school. And, uh, Honika's like, I understand how Poland feels. You know, my parents are also away. So, like, you know, he has to stay here. He has to hide. There's nothing they can really do for him. Although, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I get, That it's probably a lot, but, like, he just wants to play and have some fun.
1: And go home.
0: Go home. But we learn that he can't go home without wisdom, because he needs to put Prism Hoppish to summon the rainbow that we saw back when they defeated the Dracul King. No, before they defeated the Dracul King, when they went to the Field of Light after they got all seven uh, Prism Stones. Mm -hmm. So he can't do that. Uh, until they get wisdom in the prism hoppish back. Uh, but uh, Hornika brings up, like, why not ask Poland to help them find wisdom? Because uh, he has the power of foresight. He can see into the future.
1: Yes. So they decide to ask him, hey, can you find the stuff? But first, actually, I forgot because we, we have another scene. Yes. Um, that sets up a bit uh, where the... Uh, the three bad ones are there to interrogate wisdom, um, and I feel like they changed the model for the businessman. You know what? For evil Tallman.
0: Yeah, I think I I think so. Maybe
1: he looks less gross. <laughs> he looks more like just a regular dude.
0: It's for the best that he looks better. <laughs> yes, they start questioning him, and uh, wisdom's like, "Hey, I don't know anything." And the parrot's that's in the uh, cage with him. Like, mimics everything, like he's saying and that they're saying.
1: Yeah. And it's eventually- a, it's it's, being a parrot.
0: Yeah. Eventually, uh, they all circle around the uh, birdcage that Wisdom is held in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, listen, you can't get rid of me, because you need me to use the power of the stone. I'm necessary. I guess, isn't- Yeah, I guess, from what we've seen, Wisdom is the only one who can actually use the stones- like, the Prism Hoppish is, like, necessary to use them, and he's connected to it. So without him, there's no Prism Hoppish. It makes sense. mm mm-hmm. Uh The old man says he might know where this is, and he sends the lady, the evil lady, to uh go do it for him. To go find it for him. Mm-hmm.
1: So meanwhile, back in the baby zone, with the baby, who's sad, they yeah. are asking the baby to see the future
0: yes in Polands like... oh
1: wait hold on we skipped another thing I, I keep wanting to get to the to the baby part no 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 okay no <laughs> it, that, this the scene that I'm thinking we skipped takes place in the middle I watched this episode like two hours ago and yet here we are um, it's okay so they're asking the baby to tell the future and try to figure out where wisdom's being kept um and also what they're having for dinner and also what they're having for dinner tomorrow etc etc. <laughs> Um, yes. and Poland tries his best, and he's like, a talking bird.
0: Yeah, he's not wrong.
1: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um, Wisdom is
0: in a cage with a parrot.
1: Yeah, and he's trying to convince the parrot to break out so he can get an apple. And so it starts biting on the cage and then hurts its beak, and it gets mad. And then Poland predicts more food.
0: Poland also is able to, like, he's he saying, like, oh, that hurts. So, like, he's able to, like, sense that the bird... Heard it speak,
1: mm-hmm. uh, um, but so, after all, oh, Go ahead.
0: Oh, uh, you can go ahead.
1: No, you do I it. like It's I've your show.
0: It's our show, Cassidy.
1: <laughs> yes, but you're the host. I'm the co-host.
0: <laughs> all right. Poland uh, <laughs> jumps off after he's done predicting uh, all these meals for Nagisa and uh, about this bird that wisdom is being kept with. He jumps off the bed and he sees a book. Uh, on the floor, which has a rainbow on it, and he's like, oh, I can go home now. And he starts, like, flaring around on the book, and I'm like, (laughs) it! that's not a real rainbow. You poor baby. (laughs) So, once he learns that he can't go home through this rainbow, uh, Holenka's like, uh, let's go play. Where do you want to go? And he's like, I want to go to the festival. And they're like, oh, you can't. It's a -a once-a-year thing. And, uh, Polan's like, but I want to go, uh, because he doesn't understand that it's, like, a one-year thing. Yeah. But then we cut to a scene, and when I first saw the scene, I remembered when we were talking about how, if one of the evil people became good again, like, did a Kyria, how, it, maybe it'll be the lady? And we're like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not curious but where he develops feelings for one of the pretty girls, because that'd be weird, and then we joked, and then I think I joked that she'll fall in love with Akane. So, like, when I saw the scene, I'm like, hey, maybe that will be true. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but.
1: You know, it could. So, let's describe that scene.
0: Yes. <laughs> do um, you want to do it?
1: Human form, evil lady, who, in human form, always looks incredibly sad, all the time. Never not looking sad. Um, she's walking down the street and Akane is calling out trying to sell some Takiyaki. Yes. Um, and just like calls her out to try to convince her to come buy something. And hearing someone tell her to go somewhere, she, she comes over and Akane's like, Oh no, I didn't I didn't mean to oh no. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't Go ahead. She's like, I didn't mean to, like, force you to come over and buy my takiyaki. I'm so sorry. And so the woman runs off. Uh,
1: No, not really run. It's like she just walks off.
0: Yeah, yeah, she leaves.
1: She wanders off.
0: Yes, now that she's not buying any takiyaki from Akane, uh, she leaves. Do you think she had money on her?
1: Probably not. I think that's, like, why she was going to say something. So she was like trying to say something I just wasn't paying attention cuz I was taking notes. Yeah. Um so I don't know what she said, but she said something before I kind of said, "Oh no, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry." Um I think you could start an AU fanfic here where she did have the money and then she ate a takiyaki and realized that evil was bad or something.
0: <laughs> this takoyaki, it's so good. Maybe maybe evil isn't the way. Maybe I could just stay here with this lady in her takiyaki truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. anyway, so she wanders off, and then Nagisa and Honoka come by. Yeah. But only for like a second because they are continue going.
0: Yes, because um, they're like. Good. Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting you.
1: No, it's fine.
0: They say they're going to a festival, and kind like, "But there isn't a festival." And they're like, "Yeah." But if you don't do it, he'll, he'll be upset. And then they just run off without explaining what that means.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, I'll give you a discount if you just come buy anything. I've got snow cones left. I've got this. I, I need to sell.
0: <laughs> Poor Connie. Yeah. She's doing her best. They arrive at the temple. And it's empty, of course. Uh, and they promise that they'll go with him next year. But he's still like... Nah, uh, having a good time. So, uh, I believe it's Honoka. It's like, actually, I know where we could go.
1: No, I think I just could have sworn it was Nagisa who said, okay, then we'll go to the festival.
0: Maybe it was. I also watched this episode like an hour ago, but I don't remember anything. I have notes, but I didn't write down who says it. But they're at the amusement park.
1: They are. They're there at the amusement park. You know, the amusement park.
0: From before, yeah, from episode one when I first became Pretty Cure's, and they had to fight the uh, roller coaster, Sakina. Yeah,
1: yeah, it feels like it was over a year ago. <laughs> um, a fun thing about the theme park is that the fairies get to just hang out in fairy mode the whole time.
0: Yes, it's very good. Uh, and they are on the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they start talking about how they're all friends, like, they're, te- they're a team, and then the friends, and Polo's like, hey, what are friends? I don't understand. What does this mean? Or what does it mean to be friends?
1: Nagisa says something along the lines of, well, friends are people you can tell anything to, even your selfish desires. Yes. <laughs> Which is certainly a way to put it.
0: Yeah, uh... Before they can talk more about what friendship means, Uh, Poland, and then the other fairies sense something evil, and we see the dark clouds in the sky. Mm -hmm. And also, everyone's just, like, gone from the amusement park when this is happening.
1: Yeah, that's the part that's strange to me, is because it went from there being a lot of people there to suddenly there was no one there, and yet someone was there. So, like, there was no one there, but their ferris wheel stopped to, to let them out even though there was no one there what happened to the other people that were on the Ferris wheel what's going on
0: i don't know like once the evil has come everyone's disappeared did the evil lady do something to them
1: it's not like they went to sleep like everybody like they did last episode with yeah. akane it's they are
0: gone yeah there's just no one here they just disappeared <laughs> it's really weird like it's useful for the pretty curious but like there's just no explanation for what happened to these people. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we're back here at a theme park. And they've been on the teacups and they've been on a ferris wheel. Um, so it's time for zakena to show up. What do you think the zakena's going to inhabit?
0: Well, I thought it would be kind of funny it, for it to possess the uh, roller coaster again. Because it would be like... Yeah. But it's nuts.
1: No, it possesses just, like, a big dinosaur that you can climb up and look around on.
0: Yeah. yeah, It looks like it's for, like, little kids because like, you can get up into where the mouth is and there's, like, a glass over it and you can look down. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. if you're a small adult like me, you could probably fit up there. But this is definitely something for kids.
1: hmm
0: Also, this dinosaur starts breathing fire at some point.
1: Well, that's because it's evil. It's evil. It has it has dragon powers.
0: If a dinosaur becomes evil, it becomes a a dragon.
1: Yeah, didn't you know that?
0: I didn't, but I'm glad I know it now.
1: This is like I'm like it's minor spoilers, but this is the basis for the new Jurassic Park movie I'm writing. (laughs) It takes it's a sequel to Jurassic World (laughs) two. (laughs)
0: Yeah? Just really got me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That one wasn't, like, super funny to me when I was saying it. (laughs) And yet, here we are.
0: Yes. So the lady also transformed into her evil form. Uh, And it's like, hey, where's the stones? Give them to me. I need these stones. Come on. And they're like, no. You will not tell you. We don't know where it is, and if we did, we wouldn't tell you. And then, uh, the evil lady just kicks the bag. I know this lady has a name. I don't remember what it was. They only said it. Does she have one... a name? Yeah, when uh, her first episode when she was the volcano, uh, the tall guy, the tall man, uh, calls her by a name. But that's the only time we've ever heard it. So I don't remember what it is. You can tell that we probably ah. are
1: Sorry, my computer scared me.
0: Oh, no. Is everything all right?
1: Yeah, it just it did the thing where I put my hand down and suddenly my headphones were like, Hi, we're going to pretend like we're not plugged in anymore. So your computer's just going to make a bunch of noises out of the speaker instead. Oh. Which would have been bad for the recording because your voice would have been on my audio track.
0: Yeah, that would have been bad.
1: Mm-hmm. So I make a loud noise to get you to stop temporarily.
0: <laughs> Thank you. What was I saying?
1: Um, something about her name, I think.
0: Yes. I just, I feel like these evil, this this evil trio, they just don't, they're not up to the standards as the first evil group. Like, we knew all their names.
1: Well, their names don't come up enough. Yeah. I think is the thing. They would have said them each, like, maybe, like, once then. Because when it was with the others, they would say it every episode. This is the person's name. Yeah do you have failed me for the last time?
0: <laughs> Maybe now that the Jakku kings back we will get their names more often?
1: Well, the Jakku king hasn't even talked to this episode, which was strange. I figured he would have said something after being resurrected.
0: Yeah, that is Like, weird.
1: finally, I have returned to the land of evil, or whatever.
0: <laughs> Thank you for summoning me back.
1: We will get our revenge on the field of light.
0: Blah, blah, blah. Whatever yeah. evil people say. Uh, but no, he didn't speak. Maybe next episode? Maybe he just needs to like West. Yeah. Maybe
1: he's not really the Jaku King.
0: Oh, that could be interesting.
1: What if they summoned White Piccolo instead?
0: was <laughs> <laughs> like, it's my turn now to be in this volcano. You know what? I didn't check. I wonder if he still has those chains, so now that he's been destroyed, he as
1: He doesn't.
0: Ah, he is unchained.
1: All of the chains are still on the ground.
0: He's Kingdom Hearts unchained. Uh, that was a bad joke, I'm sorry.
1: Well, he does walk down a dark road. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so the Freddy Cures fight a big dinosaur-
0: Yes. Um, and they,
1: like, they they managed to throw the dinosaur using the power of friendship.
0: Yes, yeah, so Nagisa just, like, lifts up this dinosaur and just, like, tosses it.
1: Mhm. Uh And the lady's like, ah, we've resurrected the Jakku king. We are unstoppable now. Yes. Or something like that.
0: Yeah. And during this time, she's like, oh. Because, like, uh, Polon almost gets, like, crushed after he runs off and hides. And she's like, oh, it is this being precious dude and like, yeah, he's our friend, we care about him, we wanna protect him. And so this motivates Poland at this point to be like, hey, these are my friends. Don't hurt them. And he's able to give them the power of the stones. So they can power up and punch a rainbow at this dinosaur.
1: Yeah, they've reached their um step goal for the day, so they can fire a laser beam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and as this dinosaur is defeated, the lady leaves, and the fight is over.
1: hmm And then the next morning, Colin is a happy, bouncy baby that's just jumping on Nagisa's stomach.
0: Yes. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you said we're friends, so that means you'll listen to my selfish requests, Popo.
1: Let's go to the festival again.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very good. He's just a baby. But that's the episode. Uh, and next episode... It looks like Nagisa's two friends, Shio and Rina, are going to be fighting, and one of them is going to be quitting lacrosse.
1: Oh, I didn't even watch the next time on this episode.
0: Yeah, it's so uh Rina and Shio are going to be fighting. I don't know what they're fighting about, but that's that's what's happening. Hmm. Yes, but we have left the baby time to talk about other people's problems. How many episodes do we have left? There's 48? Is it 48 or 49? Let me check.
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Wait, I have plenty of open right in front of me. Okay. This will tell me. Ah, yes, it's 49. Uh, so we're on episode... This is 32. That's 17 more episodes? Did I do math correctly?
1: Um, maybe. I don't know. I sort of zoned out while you were looking that up.
0: It's okay. Uh, let's just finish this episode. So we can escape the tired... Well, we'll still be in the tired zone, but... You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, and, I don't know, just talk to us. Or if you want to come on the show, that would be fun. We've had a lot of guests, and we're always happy to have more. And if you've already been on the podcast, feel free to come back on, because we would love to have anyone again. But you can yeah. do that by finding us at P-Pod Engaged on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie... I don't know what I've been doing recently. I talked about how I'm excited that another words, zombie apocalypse isn't my problem. It has a volume two because I thought it was just a one a one shot volume novel, and it's not. And the cover art for it is very interested, very interesting to me personally. So I'm excited to read that and figure out what's going on.
1: Why is it interested to you personally?
0: Uh because I, I just need to know why her hand is on that cat girl's hip. What does it mean, Cassidy?
1: Well, if I know anything, I mean, like, based on my knowledge of media in general, it's, it means that they're very good friends. <laughs>
0: uh, it's a very good light novel series. I won't go into details, but essentially it's about a girl who gets isekai'd and uh, when she touches... Like, this entire population has been turned into zombies, like, except for, like, a very select few people. Well, I think it's all of them. It's been a while since I read Volume 1. But, uh, this girl has the power to, like, purify all, like, everything. So, like, she she's a zombie, the zombie will turn back to normal. Uh, she, like, she purifies, like, this lake by touching it. Well, actually, okay, she doesn't touch it, she spits into it. Hmm. Well, she didn't want to touch it, because it looks gross, and she doesn't want, like, she was. isn't sure if, like, like the land will also respond to her weird, purifying power. So the person she's with, she turned back from a zombie into a person, is like, what if you spit into it? And she's like, ah, that's gross, why would it, listen, I, it's fine.
1: <laughs> Look, so, like, the my thought process there was, like, oh, because, like, if you didn't say the touch part, I was like, well, maybe she has to kiss someone because spit, but you it's already just touched, so that's, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, they have to get across this lake, because they're on an island, mm-hmm. so, like, if it, and she doesn't want, I've already explained the reasons why this happens. Yeah. It would be no, better it, if she had to kiss people it. to turn the, I think yeah. it would be better, but you know what? It is what it is. Uh, It's a good, it's a good story. Like, it's not, like, the most well-written thing, but it's, like, a parody of isekai and zombie apocalypses. Yeah. anyways so that's what i'm talking about over at my twitter at magical underscore pride and other stuff uh i don't know i just i talk a lot if you wanted to hear more of my voice you can also find me over at other pod which is a mask actual play podcast that comes out the last wednesday of every month we have two episodes out i play phantom the nomad and it's good Mm mm-hmm you can also eventually listen to my other podcast, Love Court Gaming, where me and a guest talk about the romance systems and games, which will be out sometime in July. Uh, I'm going to be sent to the music for the podcast soon, so probably once I get that and I finish editing the first episode, oh, it'll probably be like the middle of the month. So look forward to that, and you can follow that already at Love Court Gaming on Twitter. Alright, Cassidy, take it away.
1: Um, first things first, I do have a question for you. Have y'all thought about when you do merch for that masked actual play game to do a line of apparel called Otherwear, but it's spelled
0: differently? That is incredible. I have, We have not talked about that, but Cassidy, I love that idea. Mm-hmm.
1: You're welcome. That one's free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh,
1: you. You can find me on Twitter at Mad Lobot, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Um, I don't know. What do I do on Twitter? What is Twitter?
0: What is Twitter?
1: Let me Google my Twitter and find out.
0: Why would you need to Google it? Can't you just open up Twitter?
1: Yeah, look, all right, it's fine. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I'm still tweeting about (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: Listen, Yu-Gi-Oh is good. Yu-Gi-Oh GX specifically.
1: Uh huh. Um, I made some Kingdom Hearts based sh- shit posts. A very good one of Sonic the Hedgehog after being ignoreded.
0: <laughs> yeah, you sent me those pictures.
1: mm mm-hmm. They're on Twitter too.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Incredible. Um,
1: you can also listen to some other shows I do, such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby Doo movie review and recap podcast, found on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog. Or perhaps you'd like to hear me talk about game design ideas. In which case you could go listen to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast that I do. Um, And it's 45 minutes or less to to come up with a game idea. Yes. And also, I'm in a thing that came out this week. Well, last week. I mean, it's complicated. No, it came out
0: today. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean when this goes off this will be <laughs> in the future.
1: Yeah, it came out in June, the end of June, the last the last day of June. Apex City, Silver Age One. Go listen to me be a superhero in space. And by superhero I mean just regular hero because I don't have superpowers.
0: I think Game Atlas is super, but it's I a mean, very good episode.
1: That's a word to describe her, I guess.
0: <laughs> but you should go listen to it or else I'll block you on Twitter oh wow <laughs> and you should just go listen to Apex City proper because it's a good podcast
1: yeah um, and I think that's everything that I have to plug
0: there's nothing else to plug unless you start plugging other people's stuff but
1: I mean I could
0: what would you plug
1: Um, hold on let me open up my podcast app <laughs>
0: Uh you should go listen to Green Mountain Mysteries which you can find at GMM cast on Twitter uh which is my boyfriend's podcast where they play an actual play game of the Dresden Files using the Fate system. They're on their second chapter season. It's the second one. Go listen to that.
1: Um I always recommend Six Feet Under. It's an actual play podcast that does a bunch of different games. Right now they have an ongoing mouse guard campaign that is about to finish up not too long from now um as well as like a mini monster hearts 2 campaign and stuff like that there's also my favorite pokemon a podcast about talking about to people about their favorite pokemon um let's see what else we got
0: uh you should go listen to kingdom smarts because kingdom Hearts is very talking about kingdom Hearts. you should go listen to people talk about kingdom Hearts,
1: but don't talk about any of the stuff we talk about as far as kingdom hearts goes probably yes.
0: yeah because unchained and dark road are very far ahead but it's like this podcast if instead of just talking about an episode a week i just talk to cassidy for 30 minutes about pretty cure i mean like technically. That kind of is what it is, but if Cassie just didn't watch the episode beforehand.
1: I've thought about it.
0: <laughs> Cassidy!
1: Just, like, just to thoroughly mess with you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: But I would never do that.
0: Oh, thank that you. That would be rude. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun to do as, like, an actual episode if we discussed it beforehand. Mm-hmm. But yes, you should go... Listen to Kingdom Smarts, Where I was about to call them friends of ours, but I don't know if that's an accurate description of Jake and Shannon.
1: Yeah, I don't think I interact with them enough to make that decision for them.
0: Yeah. We're people that are really cool. Talk about Kingdom Hearts for 30 minutes at a time.
1: Shannon laughed at my Sonic the Hedgehog Kingdom Hearts shitpost. That's what I'll say about our relationships with them.
0: <laughs> Sometimes Shannon replies to my tweets. That's... Yeah, well, let's just end this podcast <laughs> let's end this episode the episode not the entire podcast mhm uh, okay <laughs> uh cause this would be a weird way to just end our entire podcast
1: yeah it's just like a really <laughs> tired strange energy episode
0: <laughs> All right uh, until next time we need your help we
1: help. I also listened to the park stop part podcast um based on orlando park stuff they talk about theme parks and theme park <laughs> news which is fun
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love you
1: i love you too it's been a while since i did a joke ending